to be you unapologetically the podcast with your hostess with the mostest dana hammond i am so super excited to have my guest with me today rashonda brown um brown there's no d on the end of that um i am so excited because i met her on clubhouse you can make some genuine connections and really network there but uh, she is amazing. I love um, her brand, The Grateful Rose. I can't wait for her to tell you all about the background behind the name to that. And just to hear, for you all to hear just so much more about her. She's an awesome lady. And I'm just going to go ahead and give you the floor, Rashonda. Tell us about you. Thank you so much, Dana. I'm so happy and grateful for you to allow me um, to come on your podcast today. Um, as you mentioned, my name is Roshonda Brown, and I'm the founder of the Grateful Rose uh, Coaching Company. I am a solution-based therapy coach, as well as a meditation and neuro-linguistics practitioner. Um, as far as how I got the name, it was just something that had been in the works for a while. Uh, my name in Gaelic means little dark rose, as well as my grandmother's favorite flower is the rose. Uh, we had this beautiful garden growing up and just it was just phenomenal. People from all around the, the neighborhood would come and um, help. And my grandmother would help them make bouquets for their weddings or bouquets for um, birthdays. And she would pray over everyone that would come over and just wish them well and speak life into them. And so seeing that at a very young age was instilled in me just the power of the spoken word and the power of community coming together. So it was something definitely destined to happen. Um, and when it came time to actually name my company, it had been about three years um, of my grandmother passing on. And I, I knew that this legacy, I wanted to honor her in some way with this legacy that I was creating. And so the Grateful Rose was born. Awesome, that is beautiful. <laughs> Thank Tell you. Tell me more about what you do as far as the Grateful Rose. What what does your your business, your organization, what do you do exactly? Um, so essentially what I wanted to do when I founded this organization was to help our community gather the tools and skill sets and the proper habits to make long-lasting change in their life. Uh, we're at a point where a lot of generational shifts are happening. People are going to therapy now. People are looking deep within themselves and finding, looking for ways to, you know, create lasting change in their lives. And personally, for me, I started therapy about 10 years ago and, um, it was very helpful getting to the root of a lot of trauma that I had experienced and understanding the why I was the way that I was and why I responded the way that I did. But in diving deeper in therapy, there was only a limited amount of, of skills given to me to make those long lasting change. So I did a lot of self-study um, in reading and, you know, looking over um, different courses and, and diving really deep into uh, personal transformation. And it actually led me um, to having this profound interest in neuro-linguistic programming. And what that is, is a, and it's an amazing um, technique that lots of um, meditation teachers, therapists, doctors, um, 
people like Noam Chomsky um, use this. And uh, what it is, it's a psychological approach that involves analyzing strategies used by mm -hmm. successful individuals and applying them to reach a personal goal, whether it be stopping smoking or um, changing your inner monologue from negative self-talk to positive self-talk. Um, I find that when you approach a problem with the goal of finding solu a solution versus approaching a problem with defeat, it really sheds a light on how to tackle that problem. When I was in middle school, uh, one of my favorite teachers um, shared a quote from Albert Einstein, and it was, problem, period, problem, question mark, problem, I'm sorry, solution, exclamation mark. And so what it is, is you have, you have a problem, that's a fact. Mm -hmm. And then you get to why that problem is a problem, and that's the question. And then in, once you find why the problem is, you come up with a solution. And that was just so pivotal for me because I'm, a, I'm a, just an optimist. And so I'm always approaching problems with the thought that there is a solution behind it. And my grandmother would always say, if the Lord brings you to it, he's gonna bring you through bring it. You through it. Yes, that and find out why you're there. <laughs> yes. Yes. So um, that with neuro-linguistic programming, uh, that's been a very pivotal um, skill that I've learned for myself and something that I just adore offering to people that I work with. Yes. That is um, that is amazing. So what do you call it? Neuro? Neuro-linguistic programming. Neuro-linguistic programming. So basically self-talk. Yeah, your inner monologue. Yeah, your inner monologue. Um, a big trauma response uh, for some people is just, it's a very defeatist um, looking, sorry, a, a defeatist sounding monologue. Like you experience a particular trauma over and over or just a very profound trauma one time, you can adopt, uh, you know, an inner monologue of shame, of guilt, mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. you know, self-blaming. And with neuro-linguistic programming, you can actually shift that. Not necessarily saying that you should tell yourself you're grateful for the experience all the time. With time, you can get there. But just telling yourself, circumstances were not under my control and I am safe now. Just hearing that from yourself repeatedly, you know, throughout the day or during, you know, specific times during the day can help you shift that inner monologue when you come up to triggering moments. Yes, that is, that is really, um, that's really good. And that's really something that's important because we are the person that we speak to the most exactly. so exactly. if you can get your speech corrected with yourself that can avoid so many issues anxiety depression um absolutely stress. like it that that is like so much needed because we don't think often of how the small things that we think Mm -hmm. And say, not necessarily always just verbally saying, but these things that we think about ourselves or these things that we think to ourselves, they can actually be manifested just because it's it's living in there. You know what I'm saying? They can just take on root 
and it can grow. So you have to have that positive self-talk. I can't say your big term all the time, <laughs> but I, I know now. So it's like, that's what that is. You Absolutely. Have to, that is so important. You have to have the positive. You have to be feeding yourself constantly the positive. Um, just like with a computer, you can put data, 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 data into it. But if you, it depends on what you want mm-hmm. to, to put out. That's what you want to load into your computer. You don't want it sending you typing back out gibberish when you hit enter and you want it to give you a report. You want some good information coming back out. So you want to input some good information. Yeah, you, you get you get what you put out. And yeah. You, the way you move throughout the world, it reflects directly in how you speak to yourself. Imagine, you know, waking up and the first thing you say is, gosh, today is going to be terrible. And then you get, mm-hmm. you only see the terrible things yes. that are, you know, happening around you versus waking up and starting your day with gratitude. Like, I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful for all the solutions, meeting all of my any problems today with the solutions. I'm grateful for, you know, my warm house and my running water. You know, just starting with simple things like that can shift your whole perspective on the entire day. Your your train is late to, to work. You can just be grateful for transportation and a job to go to. You know, many people, you know, don't necessarily have that. It's not to discount your frustration. I I lived in New York for three years, so it's okay to be frustrated at the MTA, but just to be working is a blessing in and of itself. And, Mm -hmm. you know, while you're on the way to work, if you're stating your gratitude and even stating the gratitude for the flexibility of your your boss or just the flexibility of your workday that being five, 10 minutes late won't affect it negatively, still puts you in a positive mindset for the rest of the day. Right. Yes, that is so very true. When we spoke um, the other day, I can't remember if it was night or day, one of the things that you said that just truly resonated with me and I almost, I think, I don't know where I was sitting, but I almost fell over off of my chair. because I was like, oh man, that means I'm on the right track. When you told me that how you used to spend the night with your grandmother and every morning you would hear her say, thank you, Lord, for another day. Do you know that's the first thing I try to open my mouth and say, or as soon as I open my eyes, thank you, Lord, those exact words. Thank you, Lord, for another day. Then I go on and on and on. Whatever it is I'm talking about, whatever it is I'm thinking about, whatever it is I'm about to do, I have to get that out first because I dare not move along the day without acknowledging him first. Absolutely. Isn't it, isn't it wonderful just how starting your day that way is just, it just, you see it touched throughout the rest Mm -hmm. of the day, just to be happy to be awake and alive, you know? And there, I I remember when I was in, you know, the throes of, of depression about eight years ago, before I had fully learned this practice, I did not wake up saying that. And um, I would wake up like, I got to do this all over again. Mm. And I would have a bad day, almost as, you know, almost worse than what I had before. And um, someone that I just adore, Imani Cohen, she is um, a psychic medium and just, just a wonderful, you know, divinely gifted person and she is you know very connected to to the lord and you, she just 
is wonderful. But one thing that all that resonated with me that he said that made me, you know, see her as, you know, someone that is so inspirational to me is she said that when you find yourself in a depressed state, you need to check and make sure that you're in alignment with mm. her. And not to say that, you know, she was thinking that, you know, depression is just directly connected to religion, but just, it just resonated because if you can't even thank the Lord for waking up that day, there's a huge disconnect and a huge uh-huh. opportunity that you're missing with your consciousness. And I just, I was floored. Like you fell out of the chair when I said that to you. I fell out of my chair when she said that. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, and it's crazy because at that time in my life, I was not praying. I was not praying and you, I was just being carried by the grace of God, let me tell you. But I was uh-huh. so miserable and wrapped up in this negative self-talk, telling myself I wasn't good enough, telling myself I deserved the bad things that were happening to me, telling myself that it, I deserve to be around people who didn't see my light and appreciate it. And once I you know, dove into this practice, once I started purposefully speaking life into myself, and it started really simple, just waking up, thanking the Lord for another day to to get it right today. Um, Yeah. yeah, And um, I came across um, a few books in in the library about neuro-linguistic programming. And they specifically say that, you know, your self-talk has profound effects on things like anxiety, phobia, Mm -hmm. panic attacks, communication Mm -hmm. issues, post-traumatic stress, depression, attention deficit disorder, addiction, schizophrenia, obsession, compulsion, borderline personality disorder. When you hear all those things out of context, they're so scary. But one thing Mm -hmm. they all have in common is a large component is the inner monologue. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. And so basically neuro-linguistic programmers, you can just say NLP. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Though Those therapists, they work with people to help them understand that their thinking and their behavioral patterns and in effect their emotional state is key. And, you know, by examining that person's, you know, history with mental illness and trauma and things like that, these therapists, we can help them find a way to strengthen the skills and make that paradigm shift. And um, with with a component of gratitude, speaking affirmations over your life, it puts you in a position to feel worthy of what you're asking for, whether you're asking God, whether you're asking yourself or the universe. Once you are able to really make that connection between your mind and your your feeling and your body, like if you can close your eyes and describe where you want to see yourself in six months and you really feel it in your bones, it's easier for your heart to connect with that. And mm-hmm. you finally find yourself with those things that you've asked for and spoken into your life, you feel worthy of them. Yes. It's it's one thing to to get a blessing from God and not even be in the space to to feel grateful for it. 
or work your tail off and finally get a promotion and then you feel unworthy of that promotion you that's that heart-centered disconnect and when that's where I pair you know positive affirmations with the with the NLP practice Um, with my clients I actually go through a few sessions with them um, and allowing them to you know just share some of the roadblocks and hurdles that they found themselves in and then give them time to formulate what they want for themselves, what they want to release. Because once you release those limiting beliefs, you have to replace them with positive habits and um, positive skill sets so that once you get where you're going, there's a synergy. I know a lot of people don't like that word, but it's it works. <laughs> there's a synergy mm-hmm. between your mind, your heart, and your physical body. And it's easier to receive those blessings. It's easier to, to receive that abundance that everyone, I feel, and, you know, the Bible tells us, you know, everyone is deserving of that abundance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just telling someone to really, um, it's I, I love social media because I've been able to reconnect with friends from a long time ago. And there's uh, one dear friend, we lost touch for a long time, but we have daily Bible study in the morning. She just, something was on her heart one day and she just started picking up the Bible and we would just chat about it in the, in our little, um, in our message. And we fellowship every day. And today we were actually talking about if, um, you know, we ended up sitting on a plane with with the Lord, what three questions did we think he'd ask us? Mm. It's a wonderful practice. I, I was floored because she, she asked me this. And um, one of the questions that I said that I would, you know, think he would ask is, am I, do I feel worthy of forgiveness? And so we got into that discussion more about, um, you know, if, if the Lord is just a re- the representative of love, then fear and doubt is the antithesis. And if we have fear and doubt that we're not worthy of that absolution, then we're essentially doubting his grace. Yeah. And it comes back to just that divine right of blessings and abundance. And for some reason, a lot of us have been programmed to feel like we're unworthy of that. And it's a big part of my mission to connect people to that divine right, whether they believe in God or not. Even the universe is abundant. You see the fires in California every year. I'm from California. And every year when there is a crazy you know, fire or crazy burn down, within a week, there's green. Within a week, there's wow. green. Like there is always destruction in nature, but there's always growth. And that connection mm-hmm. and cycle is beautiful. The trees, they, anywhere, they leave, they lose their leaves in the winter, but their roots just go deeper so that the next time it's time to bloom and the next time it's, it's time for new leaves, they're strong and they're beautiful because those roots are planted. And essentially when you're, working with NLP and you're changing the way you think to yourself and the way you speak to yourself, you're planting those roots and you're watering those roots to go deeper. 
and the abundance and the, the change that you see in your everyday life. That's the, the flowers on the trees and the leaves on the trees. Yes. And it's just taking the time or being, um, not being what you call it, just being, just paying attention, just being mindful and in tune and Absolutely. in sync enough to appreciate the simple things. Yeah, yeah. Just a few minutes a day, just being grateful about, you know, XYZ will put you in a space to see more gratitude in ABC. Right. Hopefully that's not too too simplistic with uh -uh. the ABCs and the XYZs. But, uh -uh. You know, you could just no. be grateful for anything. I'm grateful that I have, you know, clean sheets on my bed to sleep in. Mm. You know, I'm with with the crazy weather in Texas this week. I just I stayed in gratitude. I stayed in gratitude. I was grateful I had extra blankets to donate. I was grateful I had extra money to donate. I was grateful, you know, that I am, you know, a little bit of a worry wart and I'm prepared regardless for extreme weather. <laughs> my, right? my family yeah. barely checked on me because they knew I had a disaster preparedness kit. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just one thing like that I'm always, I always say in my internal monologue, I'm just, I'm grateful that I know how to be prepared. And I'm grateful that I'm flexible mm -hmm. when things are happening in an unexpected way. Yes. Yeah. But that's, yeah, you're awesome. I'm, uh, I'm multitasking. That's why I seem kind of quiet. I'm okay, also, I just go in a popular podcast. And look, as I'm listening to you and being inspired, I'm also doing a post to let them know that I am recording with you right now because this is something that they all need to hear. Oh, thank you. And so, um, yeah, because I'm going to, uh, I've already, as we're talking, <laughs> I multitask. I have two different phones. So I've already gone to both of your Instagram pages. I've stolen a couple of pictures. I stole one picture and then your logo for the Grateful Rose. And I'm going to put both of those on my Facebook. Oh, thank page. you. Thank you. So that they can and go and not uh, really. follow I'm you. I'm put here to, to share this all and you're just helping me spread the good word. So thank you. Yes, ma'am, but you're you're amazing. It's just like your whole spirit. It's like NLP, that was what you were birthed for. It really was. It really, <laughs> really, that. really was. I it's it was phenomenal because one of the last conversations I had with my grandmother, we both knew it was gonna be one of our last conversations. And she she was asking me what I wanted to do with my life and what would truly make me happy. And at the time I couldn't put my word like my words to it because i knew it wasn't quite you know like a psychologist but i knew it was something using my words and i knew it was going to be something to build people up and once i was done being certified in this i just that was it it was just i wanted to help people change the way they thought like i don't want to be like the only person people work with because it definitely you have trauma to be a therapist um it was so pivotal in my life to have a therapist i still check in with her she's so wonderful um but i i check in with her all the time but we both saw like in our time together that i was hitting walls 
Yeah. And it was because my inner monologue hadn't changed. Mm-hmm. And it was, it wasn't something I was ready to, you know, learn just quite yet. But once I got to that rock bottom and I realized like, I have to take responsibility for some of the things that I'm running into. And my grandmother would always tell me when I was young, if I found myself, you know, frustrated or just hitting a wall to surrender and pray and put my hand on the Bible and ask God to show me, you know, what he wanted me to see through the, through the word. And, and one of the things that popped up one time, I do this practice like all the time, I'm sure if the Lord could get tired of hearing from us, he'd be like, Rashonda, can you call somebody else? No. <laughs> but I opened up to uh, Proverbs 17, 22, and it's a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Oh. Yes. Oh. Don't get me in here shouting, Dana. <laughs> A joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. You speak life into yourself. Water is a a source of life for everything on this planet. And according to Mars, other planets as well. (laughs) But, (laughs) (laughs) But so when you pour into yourself that that joy, that that appreciation, that gratitude, nothing but goodness can grow from it. It's, it's just, it's, it's phenomenal. I, I find myself just getting off calls with clients who are just making strides. And I'm just, I have to drop to my knees and just say, thank you, Lord, for bringing me to this work. Thank you. Like, thank you for the hardships that I had experienced and endured because without those things, I would not have been able to discover this gift and I wouldn't have even been inspired Mm -hmm. to share this gift. Mm -hmm. So I'm just grateful to be here and be a vessel for him and doing what I can to, to help people reach their full potential. We're all reflections of God and his his love and it endures all and if we're reflections of him we can endure it all and it's all in reminding ourselves that we we have it within us daily, daily. moment second by second right and the and the beauty of nlp is that you know if you if you do it enough and what i do for my clients is i i make custom scripts for them so it's very tailored towards everyone and what they want to accomplish on their own to the point where after you know a certain amount of time it just becomes automatic you you run into a problem i remember for me one of mine was every setback is a setup for a breakthrough and yeah yeah and i remember just you know, it was a really low point when I lived in New York. I just was not falling into, you know, the, 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 the lifestyle there. And I just kept hitting back to back problems. And I'm like, you know what, this is all setting me up for something amazing. I know, it. I know it. If I was in my comfort zone, this would be easy. Exactly. And so, you know, just, the pandemic hit and I was home and I got my rest in the rest that I had 
essentially like asked for. I, I, I'm not going to say I manifested the pandemic, but I want I wanted to manifest a space for healing. And I got that essentially yeah. in my, my room while I couldn't go outside. <laughs> and um, I started, you know, just diving back into studying and pulled out all my books and wrote this course out and just started speaking life Instagram. And people would message and just be like, I love this positive shift. And, you know, like what changed? I know you've been a, a little unhappy lately and just, you know, ministering and sharing my story. Um, I won't give my whole life story on your podcast, but just kind of sharing bits of my story with people and sharing how I've been able to make that pivot through gratitude affirmations, NLP, journaling, things like that. And it's just it's been wonderful to connect with people and inspire them to do that similar work for themselves and not be bogged down by fear or doubt or trauma. Yes. And it's 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 needed. Yeah. It is so very much needed. And um I think with you it makes it so much easier because your tone and I know I keep talking about how you're so awesome. I appreciate <laughs> uh, your tone. It's like your whole spirit. So rather than someone like me that can be kind of loud and overbearing at times, <laughs> if it's someone like you with your calm demeanor and spirit, it's like you could easily talk to someone and reach them. So it's so important what you do. And I'm so Thank happy you. that we have connected. I am going to uh, begin wrapping up this conversation. But Rashonda, trust me, you will be back. <laughs> I would love I to come back. back. I would love to come back. Yes. Preferably, I can get you on... Um, Instagram, maybe. Maybe on Instagram we can go live on Instagram. Yeah, I have a um, a small little meditation thing I'm planning, and I'll definitely keep you informed of it. Um, but I would love to make sure that your network has access to it, and I just I want to lead people in like a 10-minute positive self-talk meditation. Uh, just start yeah. the day off and, you know, get them in the practice of, of speaking kindly to themselves in the morning. Yes, ma'am. I'm excited for all of that. Please be sure to keep me uh, up to date on when you do anything um, of that sort. I have something that I am working on that I will be speaking to you about offline. Okay. Um, so right now I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this um, episode of Be You Unapologetically, the podcast. Can you give them the contact information on how they can reach you at The Grateful Rose? Wonderful. Yes, if you'd like to connect with me on Instagram, which is my primary social media source, I can be found at the Roshonda Brown and as well as at underscore The Grateful Rose. Awesome. So thank you once again, and this will not be the last time that you will be on Be You Unapologetically, the podcast, because you are amazing, and I love what you do. I love your 
spirit. I just love me some Rashad. I love you some Dana. We both do the Lord's work, okay? <laughs> yes. Some people you can just connect with and you're like kindred spirits, you know, and you can tell right off pretty much if those spirits are going to mingle properly. <laughs> Absolutely. Even just so I speaking to yourself saying, you know, like I, I bring into my inner circle the positive people who want to make change mm. like me. That kind of stuff mm. brings brings people into your life. Yes, that is manifestation. Absolutely. Because you're speaking it, girl, you better. You better. Huh? <laughs> no. But no, thank you again for being my guest on the show today. Um, I always wrap up my show with my motto. I say, stand up for what you believe in. Stand out from the crowd. Be you unapologetically. Always make your creator proud. Thank you for joining Be You, the podcast on today. And y'all, please be sure to stay tuned. Thank you. Now go ahead and hang up. Uh, Rashonda and I have to figure out how to edit. Okay. We're going to both hang All up. Right. I don't know how I can hang up. Okay, bye. <laughs>